There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Thanks for being here with us. We have to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. We just did, but we have to talk about her again. Okay. She fine. sat down with the New York Times. To talk about the 15th anniversary of her wellness line, Goop. You want to do a little Gooper brand. Scoopers? Yeah, let's do Gooper Scoopers. Gooper Scoopers. Whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, you got to have a Gooper Scooper. That's fine. And i got to be on the right page. Here we go. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Goop. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. Yep. All right. What's she doing now, Dawn? Well, she's talking to the New York Times about the 15th anniversary of her lifestyle brand. 15 years. Yeah, it's been a she's while. She's made Sounds a like ton a thousand, of money. I yes. don't go on there daily. I just do whenever there are stories, but obviously it's working for her. Uh, so she talked to them about a variety of things, and one of them being that she has tried her ex-fiance Brad Pitt's pricey skincare line, line, and it's named Le Domaine. Yeah, because it's got to be fancy in French with Brad Pitt, right? It is, and the reason why is because he actually created this skincare line with the same people that inspired uh, that. It's the same people that work with him with his wine chateau mirval oh that makes sense the so Perrin let me family. guess and i think i know this because i think we've talked about it before i have at least uh read about this in the past that uh do they take like grapes and shove them in a bottle and yes. rub them on your face so it's like oh yes. we got all these grapes left over and gwen's like i know you can make that some kind of fancy skin product that's gonna cost three million dollars yeah health properties of grape skins is yeah. what um what they use and you know she had a good idea i mean she was like you need to get a skincare line because everybody's doing it and you need to use those grape skins those extra grape skins you have because he's probably making some a grape pie no he's probably not because turns out a grape pie takes a lot of work Bradley told me this week that he wanted to make a great pie, and then he found out you have to remove the skin? Well, I got, like, there was a deal, and they had a bunch of Concord grapes at the farmer's market, which, by the way, they smell amazing, they taste amazing, and I was like, I gotta do something with these, and I thought, well, I'm gonna make jam, and then I was like, I got enough, I could probably make a pie, and then I'm looking up jam recipes, which jam is super easy, turns out not as easy for grapes, why? Because, as with the pie, you have to take the skin off every damn grape. 
Is there a way to like steam them and then the skin? Yeah, but comes you still have easier? to take. But you still got to go. Bloop, yeah, bloop, that's a lot. Bloop, with each damn grape. Do you mean they do that with any type of grape jam that we have in the store? At, well, you know, certainly I'm sure at an industrial le- level they don't just have like like little grandmas in a room going <laughs> bloop. But I ain't got that kind of equipment. But even if you run it through a food mill, you got to take the grape skins off first because you want the grape skins to go back into the recipe because that's what adds the color. And I imagine there's a certain amount of nutrition in there as well. So you got to, plus they have seeds. And so that's why you got to like run them through a a mill anyway after you cook them. But that's after you've already taken the peels off. Don't even get started. And then you have to put the peels back in after you remove the seeds. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of trouble. It's a lot of trouble, so I'm going to be very busy. You're week. just eating the grapes right now, seven pounds. No, they're just sitting in my fridge, and I look at them like, okay, I need to get to this. Yeah. So tonight I'm going to be sitting in front of the TV watching back episodes of The Crown going bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, maybe you can uh, smear some skin cream. <laughs> Careful. On your what? face. Oh. Maybe you can use some of Brad Pitt's uh, So, yeah, back care. to Brad Pitt. And so w- w- she's chilling for Brad Pitt now? Yes. Yeah, so she talked to the Times and um, she said, I have tried Brad Pitt's luxury skincare line, Le Domaine, and it is beautiful. Because I'm sure he sent her free samples. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's good. How much says. do these products cost on? Well, they range from a $275 no. facial serum... <laughs> a $77 cleanser. No. No. How, like, I don't know how much you spend. Do you spend? Because people do. That's like their thing. You know, they'll spend a lot on skincare. That just seems absurd to me that somebody would spend $275 on a facial serum. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I I would not. I don't. I mean, if wanna. it if like you know your dermatologist, your esthetician, somebody said this product is amazing, you should do it. But just telling me that Gwyneth said Brad makes this really cool thing out of grapes, I'd be like, I don't, I don't need to spend two hundred seventy five dollars on that. You know what I do? What? I go to Walgreens or CVS, and they have a clearance section <laughs> where people don't buy like some of the higher end stuff, and you can look up how good it is in reviews. And then I see this is 80% off and it has like a five-star review. Mm. So I'll buy something that's normally, you know, $60 and pay. Look less. at you shopping for a bargain. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, she, here's, here's just a sample. I couldn't find her reviewing Brad's skincare line. Cause it was just a New York times article, but here she is just trying some skincare. And I want to, want you to listen to, um, the way she describes it. Okay. This is an unbelievable serum. I love the way it smells oh. and you just put a couple drops on. It's incredible to know that there are clean, non-toxic products that are really efficacious and really work wonders on your skin. Efficacious. Ooh. Ooh. That's a $10 word, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a $300 product. Better, right. better use some $10 <laughs> That's words. That's right. And it was one of her, um, it was one of her, oh my gosh, I have to get off Fat Bears. I can't watch what? the Fat Bears. Oh, you're still looking the at The live cam I flipped over. Um, but this is one that uh, she recommends on her website. And uh, I'm not going to give her any promotion and tell you what it is. But I think it also involves grapes in some way. Hmm. because of the name of the product i you know again this is the thing with gwyneth paltrow i have a love hate because i think it's great that she's highlighting all these you know natural products and and a lot of the stuff to like endeavor to want to be healthier great 
I don't think she's as evil as I think a lot of people would make her out to be. To me, it's more of a punchline. It's like sometimes you don't realize how just, you know, ridiculous you seem by promoting things that aren't just healthy but seem borderline snake oil. So yeah. like the stickers that allegedly change your biorhythm, blah, blah, blah stuff that's not backed up by actual science. Like mm-hmm. that's when I, I'm like, come on, Gwyneth. Or I mean, I'm here your vagina. for what? Yeah, like, and I, I ain't trying to tell a woman what to do with her vagina. So, if that makes you happy and that's something you want to do, but like, there's this certain level of stuff where you're just like, girl. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know that's not real. Can I criticize his skincare line? Sure. For a bit, Please. I haven't tried it, but the packaging is stupid. Oh, all right. Why? Like, okay, so it's made from grape. Skins. Yeah, the product you mean? Yes. Or the actual package? The serums and everything. The I get that they want to be different and like natural looking, but the top is stupid. It's like a chunky piece of wood. Like make a fake cork, like a wine cork if you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like it just has a ridiculously large lid to it oh. that's bigger than the bottle itself. <laughs> it like overflows the top. What do you think about that? wood chunk feels on like, top feels like it would fall over yeah it's not going to stay up on my counter or it's going to come unscrewed in my bag and then you know during a flight yeah don't put that underneath i just like the pressure the celebrity thing doesn't appeal to me too this is what i should say like i love science and i'm all for like this product you know clinically there's a purpose for it it works you can do things like i'm all here for stuff like that but the celebrity angle oddly you know considering what I do for a living, that doesn't really sell me on much. Like the fact that Brad Pitt's behind it doesn't really do any, doesn't make I mean, me, but he, it works for a lot of people, like him, but, but a lot of people it would work for. They're like, Oh, I want to try Brad Pitt's new thing. Yeah. You know, like Madonna wears this fragrance. Jamie wears this, the fragrance that Madonna swears by. Right. Like I get that some people are connected to celebrities in that way. Yeah, and I would like to also let you know that it's a unisex line. So men and women, can. it's not just for guys. Yeah, it's because he thing wants is, to make actual money. It's like, you. anyway, we've what? talked too long about this. Oh. You're not going to look like Brad Pitt if no. you put it on. He was born that way. <laughs> and he can virtually do anything. He's been smoking ciggies since he was so probably 12. So by the way. Oh, boy. Hey, um, here's a person whose skincare line you might buy a product from. Yeah. Prince Andrew? Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) I'm kidding. I know you wouldn't. (laughs) I do have a story about Prince Andrew, though. It's not going to make you very happy, Dawn, but I think the fact that we haven't talked about the royal family for a while might titillate you somewhat. Titillate! So we're going to do a royal titillation upon our return right here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk What It. Hey, My Talkers. It's Bradley here for my friends at Dakota Dental. We've talked about you making appointments for you and your family before the end of the year. And guess what? If you haven't, no worries. It's fine. Dakota Dental has appointments ready for you this weekend next for you and your whole family. All you have to do is pick up the phone. They really do make it super easy. I love the experience of being a patient at Dakota Dental. Not even just for the amazing dental care, of course, but also just the kindness and caring that each and every staff member shows from the moment you pick up that phone until... You're heading out the door after whatever treatment you've had. Every team member at Dakota Dental is dedicated to your dental health. And you don't have to take my word for it, but you can, because I've been a patient there for years, whether it's regular checkup, maybe emergency dental issue, give them a call. 
Head to dakotadental.com today. They're right down in Apple Valley, ready and waiting to serve you and your family. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. My Talk 107.1, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thanks for joining us. Um, we have to give you a royal update. We haven't talked about the royals for a while. And every now and then some things pop up. This time it isn't about Harry and Meghan, though. Dawn, darling, it's been a long time since I've reported live outside Buckingham Palace. Remember when we used to do that? Yeah. A lot. Well, that's because... Royal news was kind of where it was at. Yeah, it was popping. We were reading the book. <laughs> popping. Harry and Meghan, Prince Nasty. Well, I've got a Prince Nasty update for you. Because let's be clear, all the other royal news usually is pretty boring. This, however, kind of continues a tale which we have shared on the show. And that is the tale of Prince Andrew and his stay at the Royal Lodge. Or Royal Lodge. There's not a the in it because that's just its name. You'll remember, or maybe you don't, as perhaps some listeners have forgotten because they have lives and they move on with things, that Prince Andrew and Fergie were housed at Royal Lodge at the permission of the late Queen as the son of the Queen. Prince Andrew had that wonderful residence at Royal Lodge, which was huge and comfy and cozy. 30 30 million pounds. A lot. Um, that's well, the 30 million, uh, yeah, the, the, the alleged repair costs or no, that's the, that's that's the cost cost of the the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. If it would sell, which it's not selling, but anyway, it's very expensive. And the point is it's huge and it's just him and Fergie. Yeah. In that giant home. Well, once and his pregnant daughter, Eugenie was pregnant. Remember? Cause that was, well, she was at Frogmore. That was an ex- but before that he's like I can't move out because I don't want to move Eugenie because she was in Frogmore and mm-hmm. he was going to move into Frogmore and he said I can't go to Frogmore because ah. Eugenie's there pregnant so I'm just going to stay in this big drafty old house okay. that needs a new roof by the way which I'm going to help pay for well the reason we're talking about it today is after the Queen passed of course King Charles was like hey I'm going to move things around because I'm the king now and I yeah and what I say goes and you're not in the direct line of succession and you're not part of my family and my family's on the throne. So we need yeah. you and your peeps to get out. And he's like, well, I can't move because my, my daughter, he doesn't talk like that, but you know what I'm saying? He uh, basically tried to hem and haw so that he could stay in Royal Lodge. Well, apparently, allegedly, supposedly. They were going to kick worked, him out. Yeah, he was going to get kicked out. But allegedly, supposedly, if you believe the Royal headlines, Andrew has gotten a stay of execution, as it were, from his royal highness. He will not be kicked to the curb because he... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Has agreed to foot the bill for more than 200,000 pounds, which is still a hefty amount of dollars, for the roof repairs, which 
that alone, him forking over that bill has given Charles pause to say, okay, well, if we can figure out a way for you to cover all the other costs for the repairs, then you can stay there. So that's big news for Prince Nasty. Yeah, you have to pay to repair it. I I wonder, you know, they make money off of just, just like in the olden days, a long time ago, like sections of land that they own hamlets or whatever they're called you know there's pieces of land that whatever part of it goes to the royal family every year they make like royal estates royal estates and just you know farmers that rent the land essentially from them and they make a profit off of a lot of the things that are sold so there's income coming in because for a long time i just thought this was old money coming down through the chain of the royal family. And I just never knew that they were actually making so much money all the time. So how do they divvy that up? When you're king, do you just say, I'll spend whatever I want? Yeah, these are all great questions. I don't know. Like, where is he getting the money to repair the roof? That's what I'm getting to. Where do you think he's getting that? Well, I think that's a good question. Maybe he got an inheritance from his mother, and so he's having to dig into that. Yeah, I don't know where he gets his income, but I will say the fact that he has covered that cost is what allows him to stay. And if he can work out a deal to cover the rest of the costs, then the king would be more likely to let him stay because, of course, then the king doesn't have to pay for those repairs. So Mm. it seems like Andrew has won this round. Dodged a bullet again. Yeah. But I also think it's hilarious that Prince Andrew and Fergie need a 30-room mansion when it's just the two of them. Yeah. I mean, they've probably grown accustomed to living in luxury. Oh, obviously. But he's also a non-working member of the (laughs) royal family. I mean, everybody else. Where does Anne live? Actual. Well, she has her own place. That's a great question. And She needs the biggest place. She's put up with a lot, and she works more than anyone. You know? Yeah, she is definitely a very hardworking royal. Um I know that I don't know exactly where her land is, but she through her husband, I think she because I remember reading about this at the time that we were talking about this. I think she is living in land that her husband uh, inherited. Okay. I don't think it was directly, you know, from her mother, because, okay. again, she she's not going to inherit anything. And that was kind of one of the things they were all arguing about after the death of the queen is that Charles essentially they weren't going to get anything. And oh he is gosh. ultimately the one who's going to divvy up. I did not know that. I might have known and forgotten, which is highly possible. Um, Well, that's the latest on Andrew. Like I said, stay of execution for Prince Nasty. So good luck to you, sir. Stay in that 30 million pound home. When we return, Grimes. Haven't heard that name for a while, but Grimes is suing Elon Musk over custody rights of her three kids Mm. with uh, Elon. Don will tell us all about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We got to talk about Grimes. Grimes uh, being the artist who, she's she's a musician, but she's overall um, a performance artist. And um, you will most likely know her, not by her music, but her link to Elon Musk. She has three children with Elon Musk. They have a son, a daughter, and a son. The son's name is X, the daughter's name is Y, and the third son's name is 
Technus Manicus or something like that. They mm. call him Tao. Um, so anyway, they have three kids together, and she just recently has she's filed papers in order to establish establish a, a more well they she she doesn't want yet any kind of a custody or any type of um what am i child support oh, god sorry about that it just wasn't coming to me so she isn't filing for that yet but right now she has she is technically suing him to establish what the situation is going to be with him when it comes to their three kids. Hmm. So basically Why parental she, rights for their three children. What has brought her to this step? Well, she there was a tweet I mean, you don't that usually she put do out. that unless, you know, either the relationship has soured or he's done something. Well, they want she wants the court to identify the legal parents of the children because they're unmarried. So she needs the court to go in and do that first before she can do anything. And she's also actually put out a tweet that said, let me see my son. There was a biographer who, or or, uh, journalist Walter Isaacson's Elon Musk biography. Yeah, he just wrote that book. So he, so this biographer put out a picture of Elon Musk with his two newest babies with another woman who happens to be an executive with Neuralink. And so... In the comments of that tweet of the new children, she was like, let me see my son. And then she says, I've never been able tell Siobhan to unblock me and tell Elon to let me see my son or please respond to my lawyer. So he currently has one of her sons and she has never even seen pictures of these other kids. She says, I've never even been allowed to see a photo of these children until this moment, despite the situation utterly ripping my family apart. Hmm. So around the time, I know around the time that they broke up in 2021, you know, they had just had another child secretly and not told anyone that third son. But then he was also having twins with this other woman this guy sounds real busy so that's why she's saying this ripped my family apart i thought everything was all just completely copacetic just everything was fine between grimes and elon musk apparently it isn't he has one of the sons with him and she hasn't been able to see them so and then the new girlfriend is so she's not suing for custody she just wants no she wants the court to establish um um, no, basically I mean, it's fine. paternity, I just, it, yeah, just crazy parental rights. Wouldn't because, you have those automatically? Like whoever's on the birth certificate? Well, there's no, there's nothing in place to say you get the kids for three days and you get like a court needs to do that because right now she can't even see one of her sons. He has them or he has the son and she hasn't been able to get a hold of him. Wow. He won't answer her lawyers. I mean, this is, and she's also desperately trying to see her son but the new woman in his life who just you know gave birth to twins this year yeah is blocked her blocked crime so she can't contact her and so she's having to comment Mm -hmm. on a photo of the twins that are essentially her kids step brothers yeah you'd think she'd have a phone number she could call instead of just tweeting Uh, apparently that woman's blocked her he hasn't responded to any of the court 
court uh, filings yet. But she's like, I guess I have, to go, I have to go to court. I haven't been able to see my son. And also sort of accusing this woman of coming in between them. Yeah. You know? I wonder if, I mean, you don't, I don't expect you to have the answers, but I'd be curious if, like, she has custody of the other two kids and if he sees them. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. He's but, had 11 kids. Yeah, he's with has three a lot. different women. And one of, the picture that the author posted of him sitting with the twins, um, he looks whipped. He looks worn out. I mean, he's just staring into space like. Well, he's also got like 100 different companies. He's doing all sorts of weird publicity stuff. Yeah, he was just named the richest man in the United States by Forbes. He's mm. at the top of the list, which isn't a surprise by billions say. and billions of dollars. Like the next person is at least 50 billion away. So, I mean, what a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just I'm generally so, not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan either, especially whenever you have to, he seems incredibly intelligent and he's been very successful. In a lot of his businesses, but um, you know, his experience with Twitter and X has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I mean, even with all of that, he obviously has a very eccentric personality yeah. and people don't like it, but any time... A lot of people love him, though. I mean, he is, you know, sort of a, like a hero to a lot of people or somebody that a lot of people look up to because he's been so successful, I think, in business. And also because I think he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. That appeals yeah. to some people. I mean, the so there's an auto response to um, to the tweet that it says, we'll get back with you soon. And before that, it used to be a poop emoji, like the auto response. Who is she getting that from? Well, it says on this on this post, like you can't really if you on comment Twitter, on saying? it. Yeah, on Twitter. Um, and anybody, if there's some weird situation where like one there is it, it needs to be clear, like instead of through court, I guess. They have to step in. I mean, you'd want to work that out on your own. But if you don't have. I just what I find interesting is that they don't have established parenthood. Again, isn't there just a birth certificate and you have father, mother or parent one, parent two? I mean, you can write anything on a birth certificate. But, you know, if you want to do a DNA, DNA test or I don't know why, you know, they have to establish parental. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I hope that she gets that to be established because it seems like important if you want to be able to have, you know, uh, if you want to interact with your child. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, I don't know. Again, he also seems like a person that's always trying to, I don't know, sort of zig whenever, or zag when everybody else is zigging. So, yeah. um, the fact that he's being difficult might be, but don't you feel like Grimes knows that about him? Well, she does now. Yeah, because she's had three kids with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, there've been, I mean, this Siobhan Zillis, I started to Who's look she into. Again? She Siobhan said she Zillis. Works for she works for Neuralink. 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 They're the ones that want to put stuff in your head. I, I, I went down a road of what this is. It's brain implants. Yeah. And it's, no it's really, well, apparently it's helping people maybe who don't have the function of maybe oh sure you know yeah. able to type or medical conditions yeah. to be able to do that it's actually very futuristic sounding like surgeons don't even put in it looks like a futuristic thing like it's a it's an implant for your brain and a robot implants it in your brain because the 
mechanics of it are so fine-tuned that human hands can't do it. Wow. So you have to have no the thanks. implant put in by a robot. <laughs> and this scary. is so Elon Musk. Like, yeah. it's so, like, just beyond. It just seems so Dr. bizarre. Evil. Like yeah. He's just going to be implanting. And then all of a sudden, at a certain time, he's going to turn on all the switches and everybody's going to start doing whatever Elon Musk wants. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds like well, a Bond movie. It does. Premise, which I would totally watch. I don't think he has anything to do with Neuralink unless he is behind. No, Neuralink. I think he owns Neuralink now. That's like one of his oh. next big things, isn't it? It is? Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's okay. his brain startup, his yeah. brain link startup. Oh, so. my God. So artificial intelligence. Brain computer interface. He literally is from like one shiny object to the next. And yeah. with this, I know this is one of his latest shiny objects is putting stuff in people's brains. And I'm like, uh, I don't really trust the Twitter guy with my brain right now. I mean, like you said, there are, I'm sure, actual scientific practice. Uh, uh, applications like scientific applications that this will have you know a meaningful use for but just for the average person i don't really need them to play with my brain thank no, you no but i i think <laughs> it's really hate it's helping people with als yeah. i mean this is a wonderful thing uh if it works but it is it sounds a little scary and i'm sure there are testimonials out there that you know it says uh, the goal is to grant people the ability to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. Did you want to share with people quickly the story about the Lady Gaga lady who doesn't have Oh my have to? gosh, that's right. Yes. Lady Gaga in other court news with um, Lady Gaga and her dogs being stolen, a Los Angeles judge has ruled in her favor that she won't have to pay the half a million dollar reward to a woman who was tied to the dog napping. Thank God. Yes. So that, this woman. That would really suck. You're it like, does. Uh, here's my money. Thanks for stealing my dogs. Yes. So a judge ruled that, yeah, she was involved. Now, somebody else was put in jail actually for committing the actual crime. But it was found out that this woman was somehow involved in the kidnapping. And then she also. But she wasn't charged for that. But they're like, no, you're not going to profit because you. Harbor, harbored like stolen material or dogs. You basically got the dogs back and then said, look, I found them. It's like, yeah, but you knew those guys. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of all planned. You don't together. get the money. Bye. That's and not so how that works. she was suing Lady Gaga for the reward money. And the judge is like, no, sorry, you can't do that. Well, good. Justice prevailed in yet another lawsuit. And I'm glad because um, we all felt horrible for Oh, gosh, Lady but Gaga's she did get her walker. Frenchies back. Good. Uh, when we come back, Dawn, you saw a movie last night, The Creator. In fact, you're going to tell us about it, Speaking right? Speaking of AI. All right. Um, more on that when we come back right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Alight. And you know they're doing incredible humanitarian work around the world in over 20 countries. I want to tell you about one of those countries. In fact, today, Alight's team is focused on Thailand's border with Myanmar. Every year, malaria takes many lives around the world. And in Southeast Asia, drug-resistant malaria is becoming a problem. So a lights team is there working with migrant and displaced communities in between Thailand and Myanmar, which can be challenging um, to complete treatment for malaria, especially if you're a migrant moving back and forth across a border. A light is there to meet people where they are, helping migrants and refugees successfully complete their treatment for malaria and helping fight uh, drug resistant disease in Southeast Asia in the process. 
If you want to learn more about Alight's work in Thailand, Myanmar, and other places around the world, or right in our own backyard, head to wearealight.org today. And- the Adventures of Bradley Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Hi, guys. Oh, I saw a great movie last night. Wanted to talk about it. It was number three at the box office this weekend because of Paw Patrol and <laughs> it, Saw. Well, that doesn't sell it, but you actually made it sound like... This should be number one. Oh, okay. It Tell really should. It's called The Creator. And, I mean, this movie is pretty great. If you're into sci-fi... And the talk of, well, it's really working its way into our culture, AI, mm-hmm. right now. Artificial and intelligence. It's set in 2065, so not that far away. And just to, just to set the stage, and you would even see this in the trailer, like there's been a nuclear war. And so the world is different. Um, I was a little eh, about the locations of some of these and who was against each other. But you sur- soon find out that the Americans are the bad guys. Uh, and so um, it's really about whether or not robots are just machines or if the if they have feelings. Because there are a lot of robots in this entire. Sounds movie. very like Blade Runner-y. It is very Blade Runner, and it's also kind of like, um, gosh, what movie would be um, represent? Oh, Children of Men, sort of. But there's this special individual who is needed, and that individual has to be protected at all costs. Mm -hmm. And both sides want that individual. Sure. So they're hunting the individual. Which sounds very Last of Us. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of these stories. There's even a part where I'm like, this seems like when Jesus went to the temple in the Bible, there's this sort of teaching thing where this individual is with like-minded people, and it's like, we have a Savior coming, and that Savior was right among them. So it's kind of like, oh, you're borrowing from that, and you're borrowing from this, and there are all of these themes. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't get... I. The only thing I would say about this movie is that it should have been two movies. Uh, it didn't feel long. It's just that they crammed a lot in. Yeah. It sort of had, well, it had chapters to it. And then there was just a whole bunch of stuff at the end to wrap it up. And I kind of feel bad for this movie because John David Washington is in it and he's so good. And if the actors were allowed to promote things right now, everybody would be seeing this oh, movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. If so do you ha- think that's why it maybe didn't do as well? Right. If we had a normal circuit of, like, he would be on every talk show, and the numbers would be through the roof, because people would be aware of it, and I just, if you haven't been to the movie lately, you probably aren't aware of this movie. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it. I'm Not until Paul McGuire Grimes told us about it on Friday. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Did you have some audio you wanted to play from the trailer? Um, well, I do have the trailer in here. Um, and Mike, if you want to pop in some of it, just somewhere in there, um, you can you can play some of it. Um, and again, this is it's set in 2065. Yes, it's futuristic. I mean, if, I'm all in. It's I do expensive love... looking. Yeah, like, like the budget must have been huge for this. It kind of reminded me of District Nine a little bit. Um, I looked it up. It was actually only eighty million. So, and I say only, only but I mean eighty million is that's you know, com- incredible. When you compare it to some of those other big time Marvel esque blockbusters oh, sure. of the superhero movies, two hundred fifty. Was this? Uh, 
I'm not sure. It's not like a major. Like, well, it's, oh, it's 20th know. Century uh, Studios is the oh, one okay. that has the trailer here. That's so right. it's 20th oh, yeah. Century. Here we go. Here's yeah. a little listen for it. When the war started, they protected me. Took better care of me than humans would have. They're not people, Maya. It's just programming. Ten years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. This is a fight for our very existence. Sergeant Taylor, we are this close to winning the war. But the AI are developing a super weapon. Retrieve it. Or they win. Who's that? Sounds like very Vin Diesel. I know, it's not. Is that a robot? Yeah. Sure there is go. a There's robot. A piece of it. All right, now, one of the things I learned about mm-hmm. this uh, film is not only did you enjoy the film, you did so at the expense of your relationship. <laughs> I did, so, yeah, so... Uh, my boyfriend has this like going to see movies club with his friends and uh, it's just dudes. Now he's told me that like some of the girlfriends and wives have been there before in the past. I don't like have a problem with, you know, hanging out with his group of friends, but I felt kind of bad because I was like, I want to go see this. I'm you afraid it's going to leave theaters before I can see it. Oh, sure. So because you we have to make a lot sure, coming up. Like you heard he was going and you were like, hey, hey I want to go. I just want to go. Right. And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. Let me just text the guys and see if it's okay. I'm sure it'll be okay, but let me just. And I was like, oh, God, if you have to text people, it's totally fine. Like, I don't want to. Oh, you're like, you want to intrude on, on dude night. Right. Well, you did. Yeah. So. Did you get a frosty shoulder from Absolutely dudes? Absolutely not. But you never know. I mean, they're such nice guys. Like, maybe they didn't really they're want like, oh, me there. Oh, God, girls. Oh. We're not supposed <laughs> to have girls on our dude movie night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I went, and um, I sat on the end, and they ha- they switched seats because my boyfriend, MC, was sitting in the middle, and then he switched seats with somebody else. So I'm like, you don't have to. I can sit by other dude. You can... Like, I just felt like I was imposing. Okay. But they didn't make me feel that way. But you know, whenever maybe something is unspoken. Oh, you felt like, it. Uh, no, I just felt kind of bad. When he immediately had to text them to ask if it was okay, I was like, oh, God, you know, this is. Eh. And then I was punished. Karma came back to me for oh, no. busting into this, you know, dude night because the people. Just one, there was this open seat and then there were two people and they talked through the whole thing. Like they were on their couch. Oh my God. And that is not allowed at Alamo. Like it's not allowed. And I noticed during the part where they make a big production of like, don't talk or text. They have a cute little thing that comes up. Sometimes it's an actor in the film that says like, Hey, we're going to, this is what's going to happen to you. If you talk or text in the show and they'll have like Godzilla come and step on people. I mean, or just whatever it is. And then it says, seriously, this is now a quiet zone. Like there's a voiceover during that whole thing. They didn't get that. These people were talking. I'm like, "Uh Oh, they're not listening to the message. So I worried then. And then sure enough, it was like, I, what did you do? Well, at Alamo, you can write on your order card. I know. It says, yes, it was ridiculous. 
So they make it discreet because they don't want to go pick up your order card and then just walk over to the people and be like, so hey. they go in the back and then I think they write him a note. And so they delivered some food and then also the note. They talked even more after that. I oh, think I'm they sure. were just mad that they I'm got sure they were like, on. we just got totally yelled at. And the woman had her shoes off oh. and she was shaking her leg. So out of the corner of your eye, you hear them talking and then her legs shaking. And I'm like, oh, my God, her piggies are oh, out. Oh, girl. <laughs> Her piggies were out. Was she sockless She's barefoot, too? yes. Oh. And and it was sort of a new relationship because when they they approached, Sounds like you you watched the movie that was happening next to you and not on the big screen. Well, no, it was hard. It was very, like, it That's took I mean. me out of the movie many, many yeah. times. Parts that were emotional that most people would be crying about. Like, there's a part where it's like something happens and it everything just goes silent. And the dude goes, goodbye. Because <laughs> it was like something was blowing up. Oh. And he goes, goodbye. And I'm like, yeah, goodbye. And you didn't Get say but you here. didn't say anything. I held like, my composure. I did not quiet. because I was already busting in on the movie with the boys, and I'm oh. like, I'm not gonna make a Poor scene. Dawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're so sorry. No, it's fine. I'm all right. I'm gonna go see it again though. Are you? Because it was that good. Yeah. Good see it on know. the big screen. All right. So again, it's called the creator. And will you put the trailer on our showing yes, page? I will. Fabulous. And when we come back, hey, if you live on the wrong side of a time zone, turns out it could be dangerous for your health. Do you live on the wrong side? Find out when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.